what's up y'all so i just tried to record a podcast and i got through 11 minutes of it and happened to see a co-worker pull up and um she threw me off my game and because i'm a perfectionist and i kind of felt like i was a little all over the place and overwhelmed in the first one i deleted it i'm really trying to work on that but um she threw me off i'm sorry y'all like i know i could have edited that part out but it was like i kind of looked at it like a sign like just just re-record it because as i was talking i was kind of like emotional and so it was all over the place so thank you to her (laughs) it was like a gift and a curse i guess but um yeah guys i had to um take a little break from doing a podcast uh, I much need a break because emotionally I have just been all over the place you know I'm at that point in life where I'm starting to transition um into different things you know as a new mother as a partner as um uh an aspiring entrepreneur so it's a lot that's going on with me and so emotionally I have just been everywhere and um I spent last Friday, um, not the one that passed, but the Friday before that, I told you guys about um, the think tank I was doing with my girlfriends. We all picked a goal and we all worked on that goal. And it was so dope because we had a ball and it was only the three of us. And um, everybody did, everybody accomplished their goal. My girlfriend Lovely is a makeup artist and she did a tutorial on my face and she did Shantae's as well um so we knocked that out we only was able to get to mine because we was just so having so much fun so we only got to one but she still got to knock Shantae's out the next day which is you know she still accomplished her goal for that weekend but lovely got to do her makeup tutorials um Shantae is a choreographer and so she worked on her piece and um they recorded it her and lovely so we knocked that out in the weekend and I wanted to do a mock podcast to just try out a ladies night and um I accomplished that so I was excited about that weekend and what we accomplished and um during that weekend I also uh listened to a lecture that my boyfriend um actually brought to my attention on uh Dr. Joy DeGruy formerly Leary and um she talks about post-traumatic slave syndrome and how it's a direct correlation to a lot of the mental illnesses um that we as black people have experienced and and experiencing those weren't her exact words (laughs) so don't quote me on dr joy but um listening to her lecture um on post-traumatic slave um disorder syndrome um is it it really it, it resonated and it made sense it explained why so many of us you know by the age of five have experienced traumatic uh events a lot of us have ptsd before we're five and you know we don't know that's what it is and but that explains why a lot of kids are so anxious and why kids have anxiety and you know they act out especially in these urban neighborhoods because we don't have the proper resources you know to 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 do family strengthening and you know workshops on anger management you know we don't know about these things they're not really advocated and 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 discussed in our community so it's a cycle that has been going on for many many years so listening to her lecture you know I was enlightened but very angry nonetheless because I'm like wow like psychologically what has been done to so many of us as black people you know it's like 
oh my goodness. Even if it didn't, uh, you know, if, if you wasn't directly whipped, you know, by the damn slave master, it, you're still affected by it in some way, shape or form. And one of the things that she gave an example on was uh, the relationship with black mothers and black daughters and black sons. And it hit home for me. And I found myself in tears listening to it because it made me think about my mother and my father. And it made me angry at them because although I know my parents are so proud of me, it's like the way that they showed me did not help me. It it, it uh, handicapped me to think that a lot of people are nice. And it also made me feel discouraged a lot. And I'm going to explain why. Because um, the discouraging part was um, growing up, my mom, you know, we joked around a lot. And a lot of those jokes kind of, it made me make cracks about people. It taught me how to crack on people. But at the same time, it it kind of tore me down a little bit in my family. Like, that's what we did. We did the joking stuff. And, you know, I saw what it did to a lot of us. And that's and for some of my family members, that's how they respond to stuff with jokes. Because they don't know no other way. And she broke down, uh, Dr. Joy broke down um, the joking and where it can come from. Um, so she gave an example of slavery and how let's just say the slave master's wife sees this young man working in the field naturally black people you know we big this you know the structure of black people you know they have been killing us for years because of this so you see this young man in the fields and he's you know picking his cotton or whatever the case may be and now she's sitting on the porch and she's watching him and she's just like oh wow you know he's growing up to be big and so now she's talking to mama who, you know, she probably on the porch cleaning. And so she says to, to mom, you know, wow, you know, that Willie Earl, he's 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 a big, he's a big boy. He's growing to be so big and so healthy and so strong. And although mom is proud, mom don't want her son to be sold and sold, excuse me, into slavery. So mom go, oh, you know, that boy, he hard-headed. And he don't, you know, ma'am, he don't listen, missus. You know, his head is empty. She's degrading him. Although she's proud because she don't want her son to be sold. So now let's just that concept right there. Now, let's that's less 300 years later. Black mom, white mom sitting at a soccer game together. They're having a conversation. So black mom says to white mom, you know, your son, Ryan, so well behaved, gets such good grades. He's an amazing soccer player. You do such an excellent job as a mom. He's such a good kid. And white mom turns to black mom. Thank you so much. I, I try so hard with him. You know, he 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 he's doing so well in school. And you know, when he get out of here, you know, my, my brother has a job lined up for him. This is this is coming from white mom. So then she says, Oh my God, excuse my manners. What about your son? You know, Hakeem is doing an amazing job as a student. He even helps my son Ryan with his homework. He's such a scholar. He's an amazing soccer player. I know he got scholarships lined up. You do such a great job, mom. And then black mom looks at white mom and says, whew, thank you. But child, he is so hard-headed. So although black mom is proud of her son, 
she don't even know how to say encouraging things. She don't know how to. And that is how I felt with my parents, especially with my mother. You know, although she is proud, she don't know how to really say it. So somebody is giving me, you know, somebody is saying to her, oh, you know, your daughter is such a good person. She's such a, 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 a great person with the kids and I love her spirit and I, I love her blogs and I love listening to her on Facebook. And and only thing my mom, you know, she's so proud and she want to say, I'm proud of my baby girl. But the only thing that could come out of my mom's mouth is, oh, Tasha, little bald-headed self. And that has become an ongoing joke between my mother and I. But listening to the lecture that Dr. Joy DeGruy gave, on post-traumatic slave syndrome, that explains why my mom responds that way. But mentally, it has made me, uh, it, it dimmed my light a little bit. It dimmed my light because my initial reaction is to make fun of myself. And, you know, I learned how to, I'm learning, I'll say, to make that to my own advantage because I am a very silly person and I feel like I am full of life. And so I took the good from that. But the bad is also I'm very self-conscious. I'll joke about my butt being flat because I don't want nobody else to say that to me, you know. And I've been teased for articulating my words, but people will say I'm talking white. I've even had friends say, well, your voice is different when you do your vlogs. Let's switch up sometimes because it's a time and place for everything. So when I'm talking to y'all right now, I'm using my, my articulate voice. I'm articulating my words. But then I'm going to switch it up and, you know, I'ma feel comfortable. I'ma feel home. Not that I don't feel comfortable now, but you know, I, I learned, I guess, and and it's kind of like we do learn that as black people when to turn on, when to turn it off. And sometimes I'll turn it off and I'll say a joke, and the sister will come out of me. The pioneer home's gonna come out of me. The the born in the project's gonna come out of me. And I and I'm learning how to make that work for me. Laugh at my pain, and, and eventually y'all gonna pay me for this. You know, not as in y'all. I mean, y'all too. You know, but you're gonna get your money's worth. Because you can relate to it as a black person. Now you understand like that makes sense. So, you know, that within itself, it started to explain. Now I started to get why so many black women, we don't know how to be encouraging to each other. Like, I brought it up before and I said because we don't know how. But now I know because now I really know one of the reasons why we really don't know how. Because our moms didn't do it to us. But now I know why our moms didn't know how to do it. And not just because their grandparents, you know, our grandparents didn't know how to do it to them, but because we all, we have always been proud of each other. We just didn't know how to say it. And it's, it's funny because as black people, think about how many of us will say something bad about our partner instead of saying, you know, he got the kids dressed for school this morning. And the only thing I had to do was worry about myself. We don't know how to say that. We'll talk about the negative shit. We'll talk about, girl, I was ready to knock his fucking head off. Like, we'll say that first because that's all we know. That's what we know. And it's it's so uncool as black people. It's uncool to, to say positive stuff to each other. It's uncool to say, shout out to my partner or, or my husband or, or my wife or even if you're not with them, shout out to them because they made my day easier today. We don't know how to do that because what you see on social media and what's highlighted is us being negative to each other. So we don't know how. So psychologically, so many of us, majority of us are so damaged because it is set up for us to be that way to each other. And now that I understand that, 
I am in this phase where I am so angry, but I am, I, I, I'm shedding that. I, I, I'm shedding that. You ever notice, um, like sometimes you'll see something on TV. Like I use this example. Um, example. I was watching um, this movie called District 9, which is so dope. And I can't even begin to, to, to you have to watch it. It's called District 9. Came out like 2009. Um, I can't even begin to unpack what I got from that. <laughs> so I'm just going to give y'all this version. This is what, this is one of the things I took from it. The guy, uh, and, and this is what I'm telling y'all. The guy, uh, one of the main characters started going through a transformation. He was shedding, like literally shedding and becoming something else. And his transformation was so painful, but he understood life and he understood this species of people so much better when he went through this transformation. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I am shedding so much and I am in this, I'm, I'm still in my cocoon and I'm so angry and I'm so upset, but so many questions are starting to get answered and I wanted that for my parents but I know they can't give that to me so I'm gonna do it for myself and what I am learning I'm going to teach my parents what I learned because sometimes the the child becomes the parent or the teacher let's say the teacher you know you do that's the cycle of, of, of that's the cycle of parenting because I know eventually Bakari is going to teach me and his dad some things that he learned you know, along the way in life. And, you know, and that is our job as parents to do that. Because I know a lot of times our parents, they'll push us to, to, to get a good job and, and make sure we go to school. And that's all they could tell us. Make sure you get, you get you an education and make sure you get a job. Some parents don't know how to say work for yourself, but they just want you to be okay. And, and, and if that's all that they can do, it's okay. It's okay. Now with, 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 with you know, now it's time to show them like mom and dad, you know, I know this is what you wanted me to do, but let me show you how I could take it a step further and how if you want to, you could take it a step further. You know, it, it kind of becomes our job to, to, you know, to do so. We owe that to our parents because they gave us as much as they could. So, you know, I'm learning not to be so mad at mommy and daddy, you know, but this transformation is it, it, it's, it's sucking right now, but I know it's going to get better. My partner and I, we were just talking and um, I was telling him that the feedback that I got from the both of us doing a podcast together, it was all positive. And even if it was negative, it's okay. I would have just jotted that, that, that down and said, is this something I could do? Is what this person, you know, if this negative, what, what could come off as a negative comment, is this something that I can, you know, I'm gonna jot it down, dissect it and how can I make it better? Or was it just a negative comment because the person had nothing else to say? So I'm learning how to do that with things. And nobody nobody gave me a negative comment. But moving forward, if I ever get a comment, you know, that's a, you know, a suggestion. I'll say, I don't want to call it negative, but a suggestion. I'm, we're going to, I'm going to dissect that, you know, and say, well, how can I make it better? You know, although this is my story, this is my journey. I'm always open to suggestions. You know, I'm, sometimes I might miss something. And, you know, you, you're providing me with information. Thank you. You know, I, I appreciate that. But my partner and I, I was saying to him how the positive feedback, it was so dope. And I said, now let's take this a step further. Let's walk them through what it's like for us as black people to be in a relationship. Because a lot of times, you know, we don't be real because we don't want people to judge us. You know, and when I first got with IU, that's all. I was just, I was so happy to be with somebody who understood me. And we showed up with our representatives. But the more and more we dated, we start to really get to know each other. And those representatives, they left. Now you getting a real me. Now you getting a broken, you know, sister who. Excuse me, y'all need some water. 
I just been going and it's hot in this car and y'all y'all know this is this is this started from the bottom so I'm I'm, I'm sitting in my car and it's a nice day and I'm hot as hell <laughs> having a big curly wig no help but um Oh, that's the one thing I hate. I get sidetracked so fast. What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, crap, y'all. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? What was I talking about? Oh, but um, I was saying to him, you know, let's walk them. Let's walk you guys through, you know, this. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Because a lot of times people are not honest. A lot of times people are not real. And when we first got together, I was like, yes, I got my black man. But when our representatives went away, he got to see me for who I was. And I got to see him for who he is. And we are learning each other. And baby, this is a process. And we both want to kill each other almost every day. But it's like, we got to do this. We got to do Even if on the end of it and we just grow apart because we want different things in life, that's okay. You're gonna still be my best friend, I'm gonna still be your best friend. And we still have this beautiful baby boy together. And black love, showing healthy black love is important. No matter what the relationship is, whether it's your husband, you know, whether it's, you know, black people just loving on each other, period. When we say black love, it's beyond, you know, a relationship, uh, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a sexual relationship, you know, it's, excuse me, a physical. It's, it's, it's beyond so much of that, you know, because when we say black love, that is years and years and years of oppression, you know, years and years of being lied to, years and years of being beat on, years and years of police brutality, just years and years of brokenness. And now we got to figure out how to coexist with each other when they have taught us to hate one another. And there are times where I get so mad at my partner and I say those disgusting words. I say I hate you. But the reality is I don't understand him and he don't understand me. In this journey we're going through together as parents, as partners, it's teaching us why we dislike each other from time to time and why it gets so heated from time to time. Being parents is not easy. And that alone, you know, that alone is not easy. And, and just being a couple because before Bakari, you know, we were struggling with a lot of stuff. We were struggling with our own insecurities, our self-doubts. And that happens in your relationship where you trying to figure shit out, your partner trying to figure shit out. Now you got a kid in the mix. It's like, fuck. Now it's not, you know, we got $20 to last us to payday. No, we don't. Because that $20 got to go to his milk or her milk if you're not breastfeeding. And that's another thing. I'm so mad at myself for not doing. And he was mad at me for not breastfeeding. And it was overwhelming my son has a lip tie and so his gums is connected to his top lip so there's no separation so if you ever seen a person usually like with a gap sometimes it's like that skin between their teeth that's why they have a lip tie some people have it at the bottom where their tongue doesn't come all the way out because it's connected my son has a lip tie that's the tongue tie his is a lip tie where it's connected from the lip and the gum and so he didn't latch on easily so that was a lot trying to breastfeed and it was hurting and you know we had a, a lactation specialist a black one uh dr uh nastasia davis lactation specialist shout out to her um i'll put some information i'll let you guys um in another episode i'll make sure that um when i get to that i'll share that with you guys if you know if you're looking for that um but yeah you know she tried so hard to help us and i was frustrated because i felt like i failed my son you know not only was my uh birth 
you know, experienced traumatic because it went from emergency, I'm, I'm sorry, it went from water birth to emergency C-section, but you know, I didn't even get to see my baby because his blood sugar was low for that week. So I didn't get to see him. And you know, if they, if they knew right then and there he had a lip tie, we could have cut it off and then we could have worked through that. It was so many things that I just did not know that I know now. And that was one of the things that, mess, that, that was messing up, not even messing up the relationship, but causing a strain on our relationship because dad is side eye and me, like don't give him this formula because this is what they're giving our black babies and we shouldn't give it to him. But me, I'm so stressed out because I'm trying to get a pumping schedule together, but I'm so freaking tired and I'm going through postpartum and it's like, dad is getting mad at me and he's feeling like you're not doing this and I'm getting mad at dad because it's like, you're not, you don't understand me. But the reality is like, he can't understand me as a mom and I can't understand, really understand his emotions as a dad. We could try to empathize with each other, but it's still like, it's a lot. It is a lot. And I regret not breastfeeding my son. And moving forward, if we decide to have another child, you know, I honestly, I hope it's twins. I really hope it's twins. But I feel like I'll be a little ready. I wasn't ready. You cannot fully prepare for parenthood. You cannot pr fully prepare to be in a relationship with somebody. You know, you always, what I'm learning, like, you have to make sure you're, you yourself is together. You know, mentally, before you want to date. Be because it's like, it's a lot. We are a lot to deal with, you know? Just think about it. Just think of all the shit you got going on with yourself. And then get in a relationship with somebody. And, you know, you got to deal with them. And then they got to deal with you. And, you know, so I was saying to Ayub, like, let's do this. Going back to my original point. I'm learning, y'all, because I get, I get winded sometimes. But um, I said to him, let's, let's do this. Let's start this journey. You know, let's start a podcast, you know, where, you know, maybe you come in, you know, weekly or every few podcasts and we, we, we build, you know, for the world to see and we vibe and we be honest and we tell them, you know, even if we was arguing today about this, we, we tell them, you know, like, yeah, y'all, <laughs> we had one of those arguments, but you know, not telling y'all too much of our business, but telling y'all enough so you won't feel like it's, it's just you. It's not, it's not. It's really not, y'all. It's not. And although this podcast is for any and everybody, my black brothers and sisters, we got to stick with each other. When it comes to a lot of things, we got to love on each other. We got to nurture each other. We need to. We need to. We need to. We need to be culty. When I mean culty, I mean stick together. We need to. You see how white people, they don't got to know each other. But for the most part, they got each other back. Not for nothing, Hispanic people. They have each other back. Haitian people who are black to me, they're black because you are. They stick together. Black people, like just African-American, we are the only ones that don't do that. We don't. Like, we have really been taught in, 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 in this uh, cultivation of negativity has really taught us to hate each other no matter what hate each other and then when you get black people that come on talking about like you know you get you you know now we have dr umar and you know you now you have dr joy degru you know these are the people that you know my my generation i know this is the people i have i have you know but you had the malcolms and and they were saying listen we got to be militant we got to protect the black woman we got to protect the black man they fucking killed him because they're like, it, it, it's modern day teaching people how to read and write. Teaching, excuse me, black people how to read and write. That's all that was. That's all that was. Teaching us self-love. Oh, 
That's equivalent to teaching them how to read and write. Now, we need to keep these niggas ignorant, illiterate. Don't teach these niggas nothing. Can you imagine how scary that? How much they wanted us to not know anything. That's how you separate us. So that explains why a lot of us, when somebody is smart, we tease, oh, you fucking nerd. You're teased for being a nerd. You get beat up for being a nerd. Because it's like, that's not cool. It's not cool to be smart. What? So many times I felt like an outsider in my family because although I was asked, can you help such and such with her homework? Because I was a smart one. I still felt like the eyeball. And eventually, I allowed that to dim my lights. Because I was like, damn, I get teased for talking white. And I'm not talking white. How much credit are you giving these Caucasians to say that I'm talking white? No. It's just English. I took the slang out because this is a time, you know, it's a time place for everything. And this is not the time to be using slang. But I'm not talking white. Don't give them that much credit. Don't give them that much power. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many things that we have invented that we have created? Are you kidding me? And you say I'm talking white? But that is lack of not knowing because they want us to not know. They want us to not know our history. They want us and 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 I may right now I may come off as a bit of being a revolutionary and I'm okay with that. It's all right. When you learn, you teach. That's what Dr. Maya Angelou said. When you learn, you teach. And this journey that I'm about to go through and that I'm embarking, I want y'all to be a part of it. I want y'all to grow with me because everybody don't have that voice to speak up. Everybody, you know, so I'm going to be that voice. So I got you. I got you. To this sister that's listening, to this brother that's listening, that you feel like you, you can't do it. I got you. I got you. We got you. And, that, and that's any black brother and sister that's doing this podcasting, that's doing these these uh these blogs, that's doing these vlogs, that's that's showing healthy blackness, that's showing healthy black love. Whether it's black love of self, whether it's self love, that's that's black love. I love my black self. We gotta we we, we gotta help each other. I'm sitting in my car, y'all, hot, hot. It's probably dangerous. But I'm scared to crack the window because because I got my momentum going right now, and, and and this big afro is dripping in sweat because I have on so many layers of clothing because I thought it was cold. But I'm like, fuck that. I got to speak to I got to speak to my my people. I'm so happy I did this, y'all. I was in a dark space. I was in a dark place. And shout out to um this um other black mom who was so dupe dupe. <laughs> so dope that I follow her name is um Ebony Dilworth um but on Instagram she goes by the name of the millennial mama that is the millennial mama and um she's so inspirational I just love following her I love um how she posts uh other moms for mommy crush Monday it's so encouraging to see that and the material that she always share is so encouraging and I need to see that as a mom, as a black mom, as a black woman. Um, Kara Walker, I actually, is it Kara, Kara? Don't kill me. I think it's Kara. You know, Kara, although we went to school together, I don't know if I ever said your name right. But shout out to um, my homegirl, Kara Walker, who I went to school with. She works at Essence. And um, her posts 
they keep me motivated. She always posts her workout um, videos. Not she don't post them. Pardon me. She'll per post that she was working out, and I'll be like, shit. <gasps> Thank you for that reminder, sis. I needed that reminder. Um, but I just love the work that she do um, for Black women, and she has a lot of projects going on. And so shout out to Kara because um, you brighten up my timeline, and um, that's what uh, I meant by when I said to you guys, following the right people. So that's what I started doing. I don't care about who's following me. Um, you know, but I start to follow people, you know, that bring peace. Um, I follow people who share the same goals or they, they have met those goals and they're, they're, they're getting there and I, and I need to get there. So, you know, these are the people that I follow. But going back to the millennial mama, Miss um, Ebony, she um, shared a uh, podcast with me called Sci Hustle Pro. And this particular podcast was about starting a podcast. And um, she gave out so many free gems of different software you can use and how to edit and how to start a podcast and what microphones you can use and how to buffer out sound. And I was like, okay, that's all good. But what really, really helped me was the last 10 minutes when she said, listen, you know, a lot of times we're worried about the content. And we're worried about, you know, should I should I post, uh, you know, pop culture? Should I post what's relevant now? Or should I be my real, genuine, authentic self? And she talked about how uh, her first podcast, she shared something um, with her listeners that she never shared with nobody. But the podcast helped her, you know, because she was like, I want you guys to see that I'm an open book. And so when I heard her say that, I started tearing. I'm at, mind you, I'm at work. I'm at work working on... Um, attendance which I shouldn't have been doing but that's one of the things about my job which is starting to get exhausted wearing a thousand hats you know being the principal you know being the vice principal being the secretary being the lunch lady you know just wearing a lot of hats and that was one of the things that had had me frustrated this week as well but just listening to her say you know um just be your authentic self so I'm sitting here crying and I'm doing work that I have to do for my job, but it's like, I don't want to do this forever, you know, because I know I should be doing something else. I know that I'm destined to be doing something else, but hearing her say that was enough that I needed to hear to say on my lunch, instead of fucking around on social media, I'm going to get my ass up, go sit in my car like I've been doing and record this podcast. So I thank Ebony for um, sending me that podcast and I think, I cannot think of her name, but her podcast, podcast, excuse me, calm yourself down, Tasha, you get excited. <laughs> her podcast is called Side Hustle Pro. So, you know, guys, take a listen. It was so dope. And she had so much other things that I could have listened to, but I, I had, to, it took me four days to get through that. So I finally got through that and I needed that. And I needed that cry. And I reached back out to Ebony, the millennial mama, and I thanked her for that because I needed that, you know, because I feel like lately I am straddling that fence of the life that I knew and this new life that I'm about to embark on and I'm ready and it's not easy being the first person to say I'll do it I'll be vulnerable you know I'll show you another side of, of, of black women that they don't like to show it's like it's it's a good thing that you're doing it but then you feel like damn who people about to be in my business but it's like are they really are they really it's not really you know telling your business if you know what you're telling them if you're if, if, if you're volunteering certain information 
it's not really you tell people what you want them to know so it's not really them being up in your business so y'all gonna definitely be up in my business but y'all going it's gonna be the stuff that i want you to know you know the stuff that i, I feel like it's important the conversations the uncomfortable conversations we gonna take it there you know this week um hopefully i can get part, my partner in crime my, my my baby daddy um in the studio aka the kitchen <laughs> for us to you know do another podcast because we thoroughly enjoyed it um but i'm so happy i sat in my hot ass car to talk to y'all because i needed it i needed this um i haven't been in the gym in two weeks because my baby is teething like bad and he kind of threw me off and and that's another part of life i have to get used to you know uh moving your schedule around as a new as a mom not even as a new mom but just as a mom period just learning how to maneuver and because i will freak out my life i am used to that's i guess it's a form of ocd i'm just used to uh things going a certain way and if it don't go that way like it would f i would freak out and so for the past two weeks i have been like depressed because i'm like oh my god i didn't get a chance to go get my workouts done like i usually do i didn't get a chance to put my workout videos you know i just been all over the place and it's like it's okay it's all right backtrack and make a plan and work from there so that's where I'm at right now, making a plan and going from there. So tomorrow the goal is to get my ass up and get in that gym because it's a form of therapy. It makes me happy. So even if Bakari is up wilding, excuse me, and I only have like two hours of sleep, I'm going to still get my ass up and go to that gym because it's the therapy that I need. Because not only do, you know, I want to look good naked, <laughs> I want to feel good too. So I'm going to make sure that I do that. Um, I had a good weekend with uh, with with my partner, which was much needed because you guys know as parents, you know you you need that time to 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 hang out with your partner. And so my brother and my sister in law, um, we we went to their gender reveal and congratulations guys, congratulations guys, they're having another little boy, yay 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 yay, another boy, I love it because I can just recirculate some of Bakari's clothes and send it to nephew, <laughs> gave it to another family, but um yeah uh they kept him for me and iu which was cool because as soon as i got home it was like baby we making some sandwiches we gonna heat up some popcorn and i crumble up the popcorn through a little graham cracker and some fudge on it because i'm always trying to work on different recipes but we just chill y'all we watch movies and till i fell asleep on him and you know we got to catch up on each other I, I I really I needed that. I got to I got to make love to my best friend, and we haven't done that in a long time. We haven't done that in a long time. Like, if it it felt good Be, beyond what you feel, you know, when you getting it in. But it was like it just felt good. It felt good to feel good, and and I felt like we both, you know, no, I know that we both needed that. Cause so many times, just think about how many times we fall asleep, y'all. When we like, yeah, so only go to think, I'm a, I'm a, but then it's like, damn it. She's asleep. Or oh, damn it, he's asleep. And so, you know, we got to catch up on each other. <laughs> on everything. Uh, this weekend before Bakari came back. It was crazy it's because when I got home and I'm like, all right, Bakari going. Let's pop this bottle of wine. I was like, damn, I miss my baby. But then I started feeling that wine and I became I became Sasha Fierce all over again. I missed it, her. Huh? I ain't been her since like 2010. She came out. I had to let him know, like, this is why you with me. But anyway, <laughs> it felt good, y'all. It felt good to be with my partner. Um, and, you know, 
we did the whole Super Bowl Sunday thing with our family and the first thing me and him did and this is how you know when you used to just be on a budget now he was like he woke up this morning he was like oh, I could have just got two bottles of wine with that money because that was a waste of a Super Bowl and we only we only we only drank this and we didn't really drink the bottle I brought it was like yeah yeah <laughs> You, you think about money when you, you know, when you, when you don't have it like you used to and you get on that strict budget, you think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you do, you definitely do. So that, that was, uh, that was, we did that for a whole entire week. Honestly, we did like we, I got too cute. I got too cute. Like I, I got this budget down pack and I, and I went back to the devil. That's Uber Eats and DoorDash. They are the devil. I did it and I wasted money. I did. I wasted like $150. I'm so fucking mad at myself. And I know he was like, all right, I let you do it. But even he was mad at me. He was like, bro, what happened? So I was, what happened to our routine we had going on? So it was a, it was a uh, although a fulfilling weekend, I did have to take a break and sit back and go, all right, bitch, you tried it. That you, you, you tried it. And you will hear myself say that sometimes, all right, bitch. But listen, this is how I love on me. It's not a misogynistic, degrading, you know, no, this is the self-love that I have for self, you know, so I'm pretty sure somebody might chime in eventually, but oh, you shouldn't call yourself that, but you know, it's all right. I don't, I don't think of it as a bad thing. That's <laughs> the pet talk I give myself sometimes. When I don't want to get up for the gym, I'll be like, bitch, get up. No different from if my girlfriend would, you know, hit me up like, I don't, you know, I don't want to do this, bitch, get it done. So whenever you hear me refer to myself like that, you know, sisters y'all know it's it's you know it's it's a word of encouragement to ourselves you know eventually you know i might get to a point where it's like queen come on queen get up or i might just be be honest and real and authentic with myself and be truthful like bitch get your ass up and get it done oh bitch don't do that again but um i'm happy i did this guys i know i keep saying it but i'm happy i did this um i'm gonna try my best not to take too many breaks because when I when I take those breaks and I don't do the stuff that make me feel good, I get back in that slump and it's and, it, and it's easy to get back in there. It is, you know. Once you know, once you make something a habit and routine, then it's it's, it's not it's it's, it's kind of hard to go back. But I'm only like a few weeks in, so you know I'm I'm still working on my consistency. So I don't feel too bad because I only took like a, a close to a week or so off. But um, I'm ready to continue the race. Not even get back into it. I'm just ready to continue. Because I slowed my pace a little bit, but I didn't stop running. Don't worry. I was still jotting down notes to talk about on my podcast. And, you know, I still was working on other side projects. But um, I definitely got a little complacent, a little lazy. And um, I kind of went out of my normal routine last week. But um, I'm back. That's why I had to make sure I said I got to do a podcast on Monday. I have to. This is my fresh start. So... I think that's all I got for y'all. I think that's it. Now I gotta uh, listen and edit and get back to work. But peace out, y'all. And y'all be breezy. And I'm ready for y'all. I'm ready. Another podcast coming up this week. I promise. I'm getting on it. I'm getting on it. I said promise, so that means I got to get it done. So I'm gonna make sure. Okay? All right, y'all. Peace out.